threat of disaster is never pleasant. Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast. These safety measures are essential. The only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. This will be your source of survival instructions and information. Every member of the family must be coached in the business of survival. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kobe. Hey. We're here. We are here. Rock you. Yeah, that's what we're going to do today. We're going to rock you. We are. Rock your socks Talking about off. rock and roll in the apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a great episode. That would be. Just talking about making music in the apocalypse. <laughs> Improvised uh, instruments. Yeah. This is a good one. That would be a good one. Cameron, welcome to the studio. Thank uh, you. Um, I'm happy to see you. Yeah. I'm glad you're healthy. It's a pleasure to be here. Omicron hasn't taken you down. I, I don't know Still how. Still rolling. It is destroying our town right now. <laughs> it is, man. Dropping like flies out there. They are. Everybody, uh, everybody, I think, has been in the clinic at least once this week. Yeah. It's great. Great yeah. times. Yeah. Great times. But today, we're not talking about no Omicrons. No, let's not. What are we talking about today? Uh, we're going to talk about surviving in your vehicle. Yeah. Whether that be stranded mm-hmm. or by choice. Yeah. Or maybe it's your bug out plan. Yeah. You're just going to go up and live out of your vehicle. Yes. So All things just talk like- Talk about some of those yeah. details. Chilling in your vehicle. Yeah. When so, you want to or not. Bug out vehicles gets wrapped in here a little yeah. bit. But mm-hmm. so anyways, yeah. We're excited. That's what we're gonna talk about. But before we get to that, I gotta tell you about Battle Box Cameron. I've and, heard of them. And they've got some really cool stuff for your vehicle, especially if you want to survive in your vehicle. This month, especially. This month is great. They've got some it. great stuff for that. But this is a monthly subscription box, and they have stuff for adventure seekers, survivalists, outdoor enthusiasts, and our favorites, the casual preppers. Mm-hmm. Each month, BattleBox sends you the coolest selection of hand-picked outdoor survival in everyday carry gear, all valued at far more than what you normally pay. That's the cool thing, is you get gear, but you get it for cheaper. It's a great idea. It's awesome. Um, you never know what's in the next box, but here is a sampling of what users received this month. The Gray Man Tactical Molly system for your vehicle. No, I love it. That came in there. I already use it. I'm going to put more in there. Yep, and then there's also a pretty cool little EDC knife. Cam already cut himself I on. I did. Super pokey. So that's cool. <laughs> um, all this badassness starts at just 30 bucks a month. How many hair serums can you get for 30 bucks? Probably none. No. No. Um, they've shipped almost 14 <laughs> trillion boxes in one Best Men's subscription box of 2017. Our listeners get a free knife. And if you like knives, they're even better when they're free. Uh, oh, when yeah. you sign up at trybattlebox.com slash casualpreppers, that is trybattlebox.com slash casualpreppers, get your first battle box plus a free knife at trybattlebox.com slash casualpreppers. Listener reviews starts now. Yep. It does. It starts right now. Now it's time. Great information plus mm-hmm. fun drinking game. Yeah. Cam and Kobe are able to discuss serious subject matters. That's us. And provide valuable information while keeping it lighthearted and entertaining. Mm. I'm glad you interpreted it that way. Yeah, buddy. that's exactly what we're doing. As a bonus, each episode doubles as a fun drinking game. Take a drink every time Kobe mentions jujitsu, <laughs> and a shot every time the guys say the word skeletal. Yeah. Just kidding, don't. You'll die of alcohol poisoning. I'll try not to mention uh, the J word. The whole <laughs> Tony, episode. One nine nine two five six seven. Yeah. Thanks, Tony. If you guys want to be a part of this portion of the podcast, go to iTunes, go to Facebook, go to the Kindle book on Amazon. Leave us a five star review and make it awesome. It's a mad, mad world. That's the second time somebody has suggested a drinking game. Yeah, I know. Every time they say like or um, yeah, no. that guy's dead now. I think he's got a bunch of friggin' drunks listening. That's all that's going on. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? That's why they have stayed listening. <laughs> yes. It's our core audience. Yeah, it is. Idiot drunk rednecks. <laughs> now, what was yeah. what we say? Dumb shits and rednecks or something was our audience? <laughs> yeah, I can't I remember. So. Which one are you? Who cares? So, Cam, I don't know if you've been looking at the news, but it usually isn't good when you look at it. Um, we've had all these supply chain issues, right? They've been plaguing us. You can't get your chips and I'm not talking about Lay's, I'm talking about the micro chips, chips or the poker chips, yeah. But there's all these things that we're having issues getting because of apparently COVID. I don't yeah. know, the whole world's got not COVID. Not to mention all the train looters and the... That's what we're talking about, that's what I'm talking oh, is about. It really? today. Yes, the LA freight train looting out of control as thieves worsen supply chain bottlenecks. I didn't realize that was your thing. Well, it is. Um, so, I don't know if you've seen these photos, but holy oh, fudge, yeah. it is nuts. It looks like they exploded a bunch of like, yeah. train cars. The scene in Southern California resembles a disaster movie, only it's not. Thousands of boxes littering Union Pacific train tracks in downtown Los Angeles attest to a wave of rail thefts that have taken place in recent months, worsening supply chain bottlenecks and creating endless delays for consumers and merchants that likely cost millions, if not more. Um, so just saying that uh, things aren't getting better, they're getting worse. And California is just like a lawless, it I don't is. know what's going on over I there. I don't either. <laughs> like I can guarantee you like pictures and video of what's happening yeah. is going to serve oh. for all the Hollywood movies for B-roll, the next, like <laughs> B-roll for disaster movies for the next 15 years. Anything is going on in LA <laughs> in the last three saved years. A lot of money has already been done. This is great. Yeah. This just makes it easy. So anyways, um, that's happening. And so, again, we need to be uh, how smashing, diligent, grab, looting yeah. that freaking state. Who is would in think chaos? about we're looting the trains? I know train robbers. <laughs> We've gone back in time. This one's full of oil. We don't want this one. <laughs> Just open a cap and let it run out. <laughs> we're gonna grab these Sony TVs. <laughs> you know that's what they do too. Yeah, just let it pour in the ground. But anyway, so we need to be more diligent. We need to be ready for more supply chain issues which means you just have to be thinking about your preps the things that you need all the time it's you just got to keep you up on a train it. if you want to train be Secure careful it. yeah you got to learn jujitsu i mean oh <laughs> dang it dang it i'm already dang drunk it. i already drunk um anyways get your skeletal because that's gonna work <laughs> to help these just looters keep, just freaking put this guy in the hospital yeah. screw you dude yeah anyways crazy stuff that is crazy um another crazy thing mm-hmm. is you probably all heard about that big old volcano that went off. Yeah, it might, might have felt it. Super weird, yeah. A little puff, a little puff in the back of your hair. <laughs> Ooh, what was that? Someone opened a window? Was there a wind today? I felt a little puff. No, that was a volcano under the water. <laughs> Guaranteed, that volcano probably a couple thousand miles away, honey. Mm, I, I could feel you it. feel your hair to puff? Yeah, I could feel that old bum knees hurting <laughs> at the volcano. <laughs> That tooth's acting up. <laughs> a volcano over in Japan must yeah, have went off. My ears are ringing. That's it. Um, but yeah, so the Tonga volcanic eruption was the most powerful our planet has experienced in 30 years. Really? It's crazy. Wow. What was Man. the one 30 years ago? Um, I think it was the one in, I don't know. Okay? I don't know either. <laughs> volcano episode way oh, back. Yeah, way we back. talked about that probably. Huh? But yeah, the power of that sucker was nearly as strong as like the Krakakoa. Oh, for crack really? Crack Coca-Cola. Crack Toa. <laughs> crack yeah. Coca-Cola. I just made a new one. Coca-Cola You guys volcano. didn't hear about that one, did you? Coca-Cola volcano. Twice as powerful as anything. But yeah, um, if you've seen the satellite footage, it's pretty cool. Check it is it cool. It's like, way cool. It's like Mother Earth farted in a bathtub. Again? It's, like, <laughs> it's B-roll for disaster movies moving <laughs> yeah. forward because it really looks like that. Yeah, it's so crazy. But um, Hollywood's like, 
let's get I know. Let's get going. Capture that. Keep looking at Armageddon the news. Too. More stuff popping up. Um, remnants of the Hunga Tunga Hunga Hey Pie Island. <laughs> is that really what it is? It is the Hunga Tonga Hunga Tonga Hunga High Pie Island. That sounds racist or I something. Know. I don't know what it is, but it's not. Anyways, good. if you ever wanted to visit it, it's gone. It was destroyed. It's um, now gone. Crazy. And yeah, some of the footage from Tonga has been insane. Like they got the worst of the tsunamis, like four foot high or something. Yeah. <clears throat> the tsunami warnings everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And, and people in uh, California, you know, yeah. got their their waders a little more. <laughs> yeah. They had their floods, but they, they got did, a little yeah, wet. For sure. Anyways. Um, rocks. Mm-hmm. The crazy thing about volcanoes is like it can lower the atmospheric pressure or the, sorry, the temperature. But for all of you that were worried about global warming, you're like, it's about time. Volcano mm-hmm. bring temperature down. Yeah. There was not enough sulfur dioxide released. Oh. Probably because it's underwater. Yeah. But, um, so it's not going to affect the temperatures. Probably mo- made them go up because that's all that ever. You know, like I said, I'm pretty sure this is like an accidental crap. We dropped the nuke out of I the plane. I swear, man. And it dropped Just into the, the ocean. location of it, I'm yeah. like, I guarantee it. It was a failed experiment. Yeah. And some freaking <laughs> diver or shark bumped into it and it blew up. <laughs> yeah. That was a volcano, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Biden, Biden had yeah. to report on it. <laughs> they brought him an extra thing of tapioca just to soften the blow to him. <laughs> like, here's your extra. Hey, Mr. President, here's an extra tapioca today. Oh, I've been a good boy. Speaking of volcanoes, <laughs> when I was a young lad, boy. we used to walk into volcanoes. And today, we're powered by energy yeah, well, yeah. from the stars. We used to roast the weenies on a volcano <laughs> when we were young boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyways. Oh, Tonga, I love that place. <laughs> Fun over there at the Chinese. <laughs> no, sir. I love Szechuan chicken. This is my favorite. <laughs> Szechuan. When, when's the election? <laughs> oh, where's that common lady? I like her. I hate Trump. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, anyways, yeah. We love old Joe. But Good old boy. Earth is still active out there, yeah. so watch out. Blowing bubbles She's under the water. She's ready to get you. She I is. mean, that's the thing, man. Yeah. Mother Nature. Whew. She's out to get you. Out. They to are out get you. <laughs> Anyways, that was uh, kind of yeah. exciting but crappy news, but mm. uh, crazy. So, Cameron, I would like to talk about surviving in your vehicle. And there's yeah. many, many different ways that you can survive in your vehicle. Um, and so we decided, hey, let's talk about it in an episode today, right? Yeah. All of us have heard those stories of, you know, somebody rolled off the road and yeah. ate their, the back seat of their car yeah. to stay alive. Yeah. So, um, let's start off with some stories. Okay. Let's There's do some that. crazy stories out there. Lauren Weinberg, an Arizona State University student, survived on two candy bars and melted snow Whoa. for water after her car became stuck in the snow outside of a forest gate near the line of cliffs with no one around for miles. Uh-oh. So she drove up, yeah. tried to get to something for her family, tried to turn around and got stuck in the snow, and she was there for 10 days. Wow, 10 days? Yeah. And smart. Yeah. She stayed in her car. Good job. We'll talk about that. Yeah. And um, by way of provisions, I don't know what those, I hope those candy bars were good. Man, but you kind of think they were. Rationed them a little, and then she would just stuff her uh, mug. I'm sure she had, you know, a... Everybody's carrying some kind of hydro flask or something. (laughs) She just pack full of snow, put it on top of the car so that it would melt, and that's what she drank. So, didn't have a lot in way of clothing either. She just 
somehow stayed alive back Lauren. Yeah. Risque. <laughs> she drove up naked. Weird. <laughs> yeah, she was just out for a naked she stroll. Out. <laughs> yeah. um, a 56-year-old Canadian woman was rescued after being stranded for almost two months on a desolate logging road in Nevada. Oh, my gosh. Her husband, who left to go search for help, is still missing. Oh, gosh. That sucks. So, yeah, you're supposed to stay in your car. In 2006, Katie Kim... And her two young daughters were miraculously re- rescued after being stranded for nine days in a remote Oregon wilderness. Her husband, James, who walked for 16 miles in, a treacherous, in, in treacherous conditions, was found dead a week later from hypothermia. Yeah, it's just, oh man, you've got to really have a great plan if you're going to leave your car. You do. You, you gotta have know to know what's going on. basically plan to live in it. That's your best chance. Yeah, it really is. <clears throat> um, the wow. uh, earlier this month, we've all heard the news mm-hmm. on I ninety five in Virginia. Craziest thing, just like nowadays, to be trapped like forty miles of highway yeah. was like shut down, and people were stuck in their vehicles for twenty four plus hours. I don't know, that's insane, dude. It blows my mind. Yeah, yeah. And so the nice thing is like people kind of worked together. Luckily, somebody was behind <laughs> a uh, semi full of bread. Oh, really? <laughs> Which was the Schmidt Baking Company. Oh, too and... bad it wasn't the Schwann's man. No. <laughs> That's all cold. I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want that stuff. Can't thaw it out. Um, you got a fire starting stuff in your car. That's yeah, what I'm you saying, do. Man. But yeah, they called the Schmidt Baking Company. Somebody's like, hey, there's a truck up there. Called them and they're like, hey, we're stranded. Um, luckily, their phones all still worked. Yeah. And they're like, is there a chance that we can eat that food? And the Schmidt Baking Company contacted the driver and he popped back open started distributing bread to Dang, everybody that's cool which is way cool but yeah people were stuck in there mm-hmm. and some were like freezing they ran out of gas and firemen had like taken some of the family's kids to safety i'm like i don't know why they didn't take them all yeah but it was weird <laughs> Give us a little kids we'll take it's them. just weird how simple something like that a really bad storm yeah. stranded people in their cars for 24 hours that's a long time yeah and again if you're not ready for that and if you're if you're running on low already yeah if you're running on I'm low to get to the gas station or if you're um again if you have some sort of a medical condition that needs oh yeah can you imagine you know yeah. what i mean boy it's bad i got deal. a medical condition i need to stay warm yeah but colitis. Yeah. <laughs> my wife is. It hurts it. my fingers. My wife is like your wife. It has dips it. below seventy degrees. It's like let's turn the heat on. Oh, your wife checked her thyroid I in a while. Know. I don't it's know. Probably her thermostat. My like, sister's the same way, but she doesn't have a thyroid anymore. Yeah. Now, yeah. now she has excuses. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Um, and then the last one. This guy's a bad a. Oh, Swedish man. Oh, he's Swedish. That's why. Yeah. Has sur- he survived being trapped in a snow-covered car for two months without food? Without food? I don't know. I don't know. Was he fat? Was living <laughs> off his fat stores? <laughs> he must have. The car was found on a Friday at the end of a forest track more than uh, 0.6 miles from a main road. <laughs> 0.6 miles? But stay in your car. Dude, that guy was, that guy oh. was on vacation. Yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> Police say the temperature in the area had recently dropped to negative 30. Negative 22 Fahrenheit. Oh, Uh, The man, who was too weak to utter more than a few words after he was found by snowmobilers, they just happened upon the car and they're like, oh, it's covered in snow. Maybe we'll, I don't know what they were doing. They're like, let's look in there. Yeah. Candy bar or something. And they like cleared the snow off and they could see something moving around in the back. Anyways, the guy was super weak, couldn't really talk. They took him to a hospital and the doctor said, I don't have any reason not to believe this story. But Dude, that's that sounds a weeks, little weird. Yeah. Half mile from the road. They had figured like maybe with the cold temperatures and him just like sipping on water, he almost went into like a hibernation state. Wow. I don't know. But that's, that's crazy weird. stuff. 
That is super crazy. But it just goes to show that it happens. And why not be ready for it? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so we're going to be talking about that situation a little bit today, but a whole bunch of other ones that kind of involve being in your car, whatever vehicle you have. Right. So let's start looking at some of the things to think about, some tips and some, you know, before you get out there and get stuck in a car that you want to do. If you're listening in your car, like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's too late now. (laughs) But maybe we'll give you some ideas. First thing is your basic car maintenance, because one reason you could get stuck is it just breaks down. In the middle of nowhere, in the middle of a snowstorm or whatever it might be, and you're stuck, right? So you need to be keeping up on that basic care of your vehicle. Keep your car in good shape. Um, You know, uh, make sure that you have a good battery. That is one of the things that um, most cars that won't start, they say it's like 60% of the time or something. I don't know. Some mechanic's going to get pissed off, but I read this on the internet. Um, (laughs) What the hell did you say? (laughs) What did he say? It's only 54. (laughs) Um... But, kind of don't know what talking about. Yeah, but a good battery is something you have to have, especially when it comes to the colder weather, because it com- becomes more important, right? Um, tires. Make sure your tires are not, you know, you don't got nine thousand, nine million miles on your freaking tires, and they're just like racing slicks at this yeah. point. <laughs> and so you and I've done that. Oh, for sure, we've all done it before. But or you, you know, go and get new tires. You're like, you got any used ones yeah. I could put on? <laughs> Give me those used. Give ones. me a little more time we were just gonna burn those for no no (laughs) i want those on my car now um so you know tires are you don't want to get a flat you bald tires suck in the snow there's just keep up that basic car maintenance and that becomes um a huge plus for you it's less likely for you to get into one of these situations and then driving smart right don't drive it like you stole it all the time yeah uh because those you know keep within speed limits if you're in any sort of emergency situation a lot of times you feel like you have to go faster and you have to gun it and you have to do these things, but it becomes more and more dangerous. I'm going to beat the storm. Yeah, I'm going to beat the storm. <laughs> You're like a storm chaser, but uh, you need to be cautious. You know, your vehicle might be your last lifeline in, in whatever emergency or SHGF situation you're in. So don't, don't be dumb and don't show off. Don't be an idiot. You know, don't right. don't do those types of things. Like, hey, look, I can get through this big old snowbank, babe. Watch this, and then you guys <laughs> are surviving for two months. You know, in your car. Yeah. So just be smart. Um, th- something that we've already touched on that Cam said, you stay in your vehicle, especially when it's cold outside. Um, if you are a little unsure if you can make it back to where you need to be. If you're even a little bit unsure, just stay in your vehicle. Yep. You might get lost. Um, you know, your vehicle has heat or it has AC, whatever, you know, situation you're in. And it's a shelter. Um, it provides protection for people, animals, and gross bugs and weather and all those things. Um, <laughs> it really does, though. Yeah, that's a grouse. Um, and it's easier to spot for search crews. If you're out, you know, in the middle of the wilderness, you're pretty tough to see. Yeah. But, you know, Ford F-150 in the wilderness is not that hard to see. Yeah. You know? Fire engine red. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Mine's bright as, oh, get out oh, my yeah. yellow. Yeah, it really sticks out. So um, sticking with your vehicle is usually the best choice to make. And you can see by some of those stories that we told, the ones that didn't make it are the ones that started to, to you know, hoof it. Yeah. You know? So. 0.6 miles. That guy probably could have made it. <laughs> yeah, that guy just didn't want to go home. <laughs> I don't think that so. guy's been having a rough rough marriage for a but while he, he may have died yeah negative 30 that's, that's true it's cold. cold it's cold out there so 
Um, let's talk about if it is cold, because anytime I think about, you know, surviving in your vehicle, that's what I think about. It, yeah. It's freezing. It's a blizzard. It's really cold. So what do you need to do? Um, the first thing is utilize any extra warm clothing that you might have right away. Just get it on. You don't want it. You know how it is where you get cold and it's really hard to warm back up. Yeah. Just stay as warm as you can um, right from the beginning. Um, if you have blankets or sleeping bags, use those. Um, I don't know if you've noticed when you're in a cold car, but your feet get cold Always, really yeah. quick, right? So if you can get cut your, your feet, feet off. Yeah, cut your feet off. Just get it done. <laughs> you won't even think about your feet anymore. Um, no, but get your feet up on the seat if you can because it's going to be much warmer up there. You have that insulation. You know, the floor is the coldest part, so you got to be careful there. Um, if you have a space blanket or maybe a tarp or something like that, you can actually like most duct tape. There's always like some... Like article of clothing kicking around in your car. Like there usually is. Kids yeah. leave jackets you know, or bra like... or panties or something. <laughs> I hope so that's <laughs> hanging around in there. Um, yeah, would you put it on? You got a mask. If you were cold, would you put the bra on? I mean, what would you do? <laughs> put, like put it around I'd your wrap toes. My hands in it. <laughs> Make some makeshift mittens. Yeah, out of earmuffs. Bra earmuffs. Yeah, there you go. See, yeah. We don't even wearing a bra on his head. That's right. But you're you're warm. Right, but if you have a space, you need blanket, help in there, huh? No, I'm good. <laughs> Got a bra on my head. Just hanging out, buddy. These B cups doing it for me. <laughs> oh, window. Um, yeah, but if you have a space blanket or a tarp and some tape, you can actually partition off part of your vehicle. I mean, you'd look stupid as all hell, <laughs> but you could do that and actually keep that space much warmer. And so, I want to do that before I even go on a trip with the kids. <laughs> kids, we're keeping you warm back there. Just partition the front, <laughs> partition and the back, the front and the back. That would be great. It really would. But you this could is for do that. Your own safety. But I mean, think about if you're it's in a, true though. If yeah. you're in a huge van or like a suburban expedition, something like that. Yeah. These things are it's so huge. hard to. Like. They're like a small apartment, you know. Yeah. So you got to keep just a little space warm, and your body heat can only do so much. Yeah. So you can partition off a piece of that to try and keep warm. If you do have fuel, your car runs, but you're, maybe you're just stuck. You're not sure where to go. Just run the car for ten minutes per hour. Oh, okay. That way, um, you're saving fuel, but you're still keeping yourself warm. So it's good idea. Start that sucker up, blast the heat for ten minutes, get your tootsies warm, warm up, turn it off. That way, you can serve ten minutes an hour. Ten minutes, and an your hour. motor stays fairly warm enough to yeah, exactly. Keep starting, yeah. So think about that. But good as idea. you're doing this, you need to regularly check that your exhaust isn't clogged. Yeah, because when that happens. Uh, you get those fumes. Your lungs get clogged. Yeah, your lungs will get clogged, and you'll go, you'll go night night, and you won't, you won't even up. know. You won't even it's know. Like, Man, I'm tired today. This is why am I so tired? I was gonna take a little nap <laughs> yeah. while the car runs. <laughs> uh, and speaking of that, don't go to sleep while the engine's running because yeah. of that issue. Because if it's like snowing as you keeps you're running, sleeping, and then it yeah, plugs and plugs. boom, you're dead. Yep, not good. Um, another thing to think about if you can, if you still have any sort of radio signal for your like AM FM. Uh, try and run the vehicle to coincide with those news and weather broadcasts that, you know, they're either at the top or the mid of the hour, whatever it is. That way you can get some information on, uh, the weather, or maybe they're talking about you. You've been gone for a bit and they're saying, Hey, we've got a lost person. We're looking for him here or whatever it is. But yeah, again, information in a survival situation is huge. Um, I guarantee you those people that were stuck on I-95 were listening to the radio. Um, but if you can do that, if you can turn your car on to coincide with those when you figure that out, that's just going to give you, you know, the information as well. Um, if you need to get out of the vehicle and it's a blizzard, this this be, can become kind of treacherous sometimes. 
I don't know if you've ever been in a like a straight whiteout. Oh yeah, you can't see two feet in front of you. Don't know where you're walking. You don't know where you're going. Yep. Um, it can be a scary situation. Everything so, I've owned had locking hubs. Oh like, yeah, so you like have a to Subaru go. car. Yeah, get out and it's like, <laughs> yeah. If you step two feet away, you probably lose your car. You're yeah, like, where am I? It can get really scary. So. If if it gets to that point, tie a lifeline to your vehicle. I wondered about that. Yeah, yeah, because at least that way you're not gonna wander off and yeah. just you know <laughs> and lose the vehicle. That'd be the worst thing. It would be to die like thirty feet from your car because <laughs> yeah. you couldn't find it in a blizzard <laughs> and just give up and lay down, <laughs> go to sleep. You know, crank the radio up maybe while you get out. Oh, that's so not a bad idea. Here. Yeah, or just make the horn stuck so it's just (laughs) constantly blaring. It's here somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, I can hear it. Follow the noise. So anyways, think about that. Um, As much as you can, stay hydrated, stay fed. Again, it's really hard to generate body heat when you haven't consumed any calories. It makes it much much tougher. So keep hydrated, keep fed if you can. Again, steer clear of alcohol. Yeah. Um, It's going to impair your judgment. I don't know if you've heard about this, but when you drink a lot of alcohol. You feel warm. You feel warm, but you, you do stupid things. So yeah. uh, don't do it unless it's like last. I mean, I just, just don't do it. Okay, yeah. Don't drink the alcohol if you're stuck in the car. Um, you can do some light exercises when you're inside the car, moving your arms and legs, clapping your hands. I know that sounds really stupid, but when you clap your hands, it brings the blood, gets the blood flowing, brings the blood to the surface. Um, it helps you maintain. <laughs> yeah, sing. What about slapping other things? No, you can't. <laughs> I don't. I'm just talking about your thighs. Uh, oh, the okay. And your I don't chest stuff. Right. <laughs> I thought you were going somewhere else. <laughs> I but was, but you I were, okay. Yeah, slap whatever you want. Any body parts, just get them slapping and um, <laughs> maintain that circuit. <laughs> just slapping everything. Maintain Honey, this is gonna keep blood to the surface. <laughs> oh gosh, I, I knew that was gonna happen. <laughs> on this so too. I knew it. I was just talking about slapping. That will help maintain circulation. Um. If you do have another person, sure will. If you do have another person in the car with you, you can huddle up for warmth. Yeah. All right. Slap each other. It's going to be awkward if it's just slap her back. (laughs) She slap your back. (laughs) Honey, I'm going to slap your thighs. I'm going to slap back your head. Is that okay? (laughs) Yeah. I'm going for your forehead now. (laughs) Brace yourself. Small (laughs) taps on your face and stuff. Give me your bra. My ears are cold, (laughs) babe. All right. Um. Yeah, you can huddle for warmth. It's going to be awkward if you're like with a coworker or something, maybe. But you know, you got to do what you got to do to stay alive. Hey, Jim, <laughs> you know, Jim, uh, <laughs> I listened to this podcast. I'm not joking. There's only one way we're going to stay alive. We got to get together and we got to slap each other. <laughs> and I hope you got a bra, man. Get your feet off the floor, buddy. Get your feet mm. off the floor. Come on, Jimmy. Lay on that horn. I got to go around the car. <laughs> Okay. Turn on that music. <laughs> Call this a Chinese fire drill. I'm getting Let me out. hold your belt. <laughs> I'm going out to check the exhaust. <laughs> Give me that hoodie string. <laughs> I'm going to tie it to the mirror. Hoodie <laughs> <laughs> string. Seriously. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> I got to... <laughs> okay. Um, getting off subject here. Um, <laughs> use... Um, okay, so you can use extra layers to help you know, trap body heat, such as stupid stuff. Things like Jim, if you keep in three second intervals, keep yelling out the window so I don't get lost. Just keep clapping your hands, buddy. It's for you and me. Okay. Sing a folk song, song, buddy. You know, I don't know. 
Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> that works, Jimmy. Well done. When we were stranded in the car. <laughs> Cameron's walking Fog in the snow. Back to me. <laughs> oh, man. We should... Everybody stop listening. Okay. Oh, um, You can use extra layers. So, like... I was writing notes, and now I stopped because this is pointless. And now I feel dumber. Um, <laughs> You can use things like removable floor mats. Yeah. And like your paper maps to wrap around you, make a little cocoon, <laughs> yeah, you know. True. <laughs> and that will help trap the body heat. This comes directly Just from. Walk back into town. You've got a bra on your head, a map wrapped around you, and you got a mat. Floor mats two around floor your mats, thighs. Like, yeah. like a loincloth floor mat. Is that a skirt? No. No, it's not a skirt. You're still oh. holding on to a string from your car. <laughs> I want to show you where the rest of them are. Just follow me. Just follow me. If you hear clapping, we're getting close. <laughs> Jim's back there clapping his ass off. <laughs> He's been clapping all day. I've been gone like 12 hours. That guy's probably, his hands are raw. Uh, He's a good boy, though, getting her done. I didn't think you'd come back. <laughs> he, comes, he come back, and his hands are red. He's just, like, laying on the floor of the car. Come on. <laughs> You're back. I knew you'd make it. This is all bloodshot. Oh, my hands are so sore. Well, hmm. But I'm alive. You know, you know, I usually got a bunch of old, like, McDonald's rappers. Can I have my hood string back? <laughs> yeah. Can't hold up my pants without my drawstring. <laughs> Um, Ugh. you got all those old McDonald's wrappers. Everywhere. You got empty water bottles. Just pull them all on top of you. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah, that'll a lot, help. A little yeah. distance between you and the weather. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, you know, a small candle. Even if you had a little candle, you keep the window cracked because again, yeah. the candle sucks up all the oxygen. Um, it could actually um heat up a small car. I just believe one it. candle. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. I got a whole bunch of those. Just the throw world them in the is back mad. The car. Yeah, put them back in the car. I'd heard people too, like um, you could cut like a hole in the bottom, and then of like, your car <laughs> in the garbage bag. Oh, and one of those little candles, and you just kind of like surround yourself in it. That'll heat quite a bit. That sounds like I would go. I would suffocate. You probably would. <laughs> But it would be a sl- but no, I th- like you can consolidate the heat in I the bag from just one of those little teeny candles. Okay. It's like making your own hot hands thing. Yeah, just a big bag. Yeah, exactly. And hold on to it, and those then your- get enough heat in there. It's like an air balloon. <laughs> Take yourself float your way to safety. <laughs> just make sure you got the string. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you gotta have that life cars line. down there. <laughs> Keep clapping. How many feet up am I? It's like two feet above the Um So you know, in these situations, do your best to communicate where you are. If your cell, you know, if your cell phone's working, voice or text, use it. Yeah. As early and as often as you can. Use your radio if you have, you know, two way radios or a CB radio or I don't know any kind of radio. Uh, use it. Yeah. If you can. Batteries do not do well in cold. They don't. Cold. They're gonna go. They're gonna so go you're gonna quick. Like call as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Call people. You can use old things. friends, <laughs> old can, high school buddies. Yeah, anybody you can get a hold of. Yeah. Just let them know. I'm stuck. Sure I'm, you are. I'm clapping. I'm ready to be rescued. What's <laughs> that sound in the background? That's Jim. Yeah, it's my hands. That's Jim. <laughs> um, you know, use road flares if you have them. Um, yeah. Especially if you see like you know search helicopters or anything like that. Yeah. Antenna flags, put those up. Put SOS in the snow. Yeah. Put it big. 
Yeah. So people can see it that are flying overhead. Um, use your mirrors to reflect. Build a damn fire. Lay on the horn. Again, the horn is loud. It is I don't know loud. if you ever heard those things. you insane. Yeah. So just freaking honk every little bit so people, and or just let it go, you know? Yeah. You can probably cut into the steering wheel and tie the, Might like, be able to. my truck. It's, like, shorted anyway. Yeah. I've, like, tied them off, but you, it, you could just tie those together, go yeah. to sleep. But again, yeah, the horn, it, it's going to yeah. be loud. Somebody's going to get Someone might hear it, right? Um, I, I just said, you know, start shooting a video of some sort. Somebody's going to show up and ask what you're doing. No. <laughs> That's the freaking truth. You know, I just say that because anytime uh, I might Cam as well I, post this. Yeah. Anytime Cam and I go out to shoot a video, maybe in the wilderness or something, somebody shows up <laughs> out of nowhere. We're in the middle of nowhere and there's someone there looking at us. Like, yeah. What are you guys doing? I don't think we would ever no. be stranded. Just get your phone out, start shooting start a video. Start making a video. Gosh, they're going to come running. Um, the old prepper rule of keeping your tank at least half full is a huge issue when it comes to surviving because the more fuel you have, the better your chance of survival. And that guy, you know, he was in there for two months. And you're, you know, your fuel's not gonna last for two months, but you know, it could last for a few days. Yeah. If you needed to, if you, especially if you're going in intervals. Ten, yeah. You know what I mean? So uh keep that tank half full. Another reason to keep it half full, dear. Um <laughs> You know, um, communication again before you leave somewhere. Make sure you're telling people where you're going. Yeah, don't just. A lot be, of people do that. They're just like, I know. Yeah, I'll be fine. Uh, my dad does it all the time. Yeah, He's like, where'd you go? I was out in the middle of Book Cliffs, four hundred fifty-five miles out. In the- I'm like, <laughs> yeah. did you tell anybody? Nah, we're all good. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I've been out here before. Yeah, I've been out there a hundred times. I'm like, it's dad, true. You tell tell people where you're going because at least if you don't come back. We know where to yeah, go. Yeah, there's so many of those you. stories. There's like, uh, I realized I didn't tell somebody. Yeah. Not smart. Anyways, those are a few things to think about. Yeah. No, those are good. This is a pretty short little list. Okay. And some of you may have thought about more of these items that you already have in your vehicle that could be used as survival gear. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go through just like five of them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not a lot. But mirrors. Mirrors have a lot of use because um, you can signal for help, mm-hmm. try and reflect them in ways that, you know, there's somebody flying over, try and, try and hit it, try and hit it. You can um, talk to yourself if you needed to. Yeah. Yeah. Pep talks. Yeah, you could do it. Yeah. See my hand. You will live. You will survive. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, you can use it to kind of reflect sunlight onto like a piece of metal to melt snow and things like that. So oh, yeah. mirrors. Mirrors have their uses. Yeah. Um, seats. Like there's a lot of material in those. Yeah, you probably don't want to cut up your car the first hour that you're stranded. <laughs> but after a while, it's like, man, I'm just going to get all this foam up, you yeah. know, out of these other seats consolidate your area cover yourself in the foam yeah there's a lot of stuff um you've got firewall you know heat protection because it has usually a thick Mm -hmm. padding um of typically it's like wool Mm -hmm. so there's a good heat material there trap some heat in um you got gas in the tank um you probably don't have necessarily like a funnel or something but you could always cut the gas line that's going to make oh, yeah. starting fires a lot easier. A siphon is nice to have in your vehicle. It is. So. And I have one in there. Oh, man. Look at you. But being able to, like, siphon the gas out if you can't, you know, crawling your car, get stuck, yeah. cutting the gas line. But get up in the motor. There's ways to get some of that fuel out. Um, <clears throat> and then you talked about uh, the hubcaps. Yeah. You know, if you're still driving an Oldsmobile Omega or something. <laughs> yeah. Pop the hubcap off. You got your dinner plate right there. Dinner plate. You got a, something to fry Cook your in. fry your deer on. Yeah. Venison steak. It's frisbee. Frisbee inside the car. Yep. You no know, whatever. Bed pan. 
but whatever, um, whatever you need. Yeah, bedpan. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, you don't want to get out of the car to take a piss. No, you know. <laughs> but yeah, those those are some of the basic things. You yeah, get, like I don't. There's a lot in there that like people could use to kind of get them a little further. Mm-hmm. Like even thinking of the air filter. Like that material is like a paper base, so you could help start a fire if it's all sure. wet everywhere else. Yeah. But yeah, using just the basic items inside your car to survive. But we're gonna tell you how to prepare better. Yeah, with for better sure. items to get you a lot further. But let's say right now, listen to this podcast, you go off the road. Mm-hmm. I just gave you some good tips. Yeah, write those down. Battery's quick. gonna die. Yeah, so you better finish this podcast. Exactly. So let's talk about the different types of vehicles and their pros and cons for long term, short term survival. And this is for you know if you're just gonna survive in, in a couple days in a snowstorm if you had to, or if you're gonna be using these as a long term like BOV bug out vehicle or something yeah. like that. Just the different types of cars. And the first one we're gonna talk about, which is the the most common, is the everyday commuter. Right? Um, maybe this is the car that you're driving to work every day. Right. Usually just like a sedan, some sort of a, you know, little car for Mercury Milan. Mercury Milan or something like that. Um, the nice thing about them, here's some pros. They usually have a whole bunch of junk in there. Tons. It I've got be- like 16 battle boxes in my trunk. Exactly. <laughs> like seriously, you're going to you're gonna have food, you're going to have water, you're going to have random toys and clothing and uh, books and all sorts of yeah. junk because, you know, if you got kids and you're taking them places, if you're going back and forth from work you've always got papers and different things so you got food under the seats for you got, you a definitely long do. time yeah um this is usually a pretty inconspicuous type of vehicle it's going to blend in yeah especially in um some sort of emergency situation for like a bug out vehicle or or something like that so that could be a pro um you're like you know you're less likely to be picked out by the bad guys in some in some sort of a long term shtf they're um, booting cars and still yeah, yeah exactly they don't really care about the mercury milan they're going to go for the hummer that yeah, they, they do has. no they don't cameron they don't it probably gets pretty good gas mileage yeah um that's probably a good thing um that's why for, you're commuting in it yeah for for most situations you know in a short term survival in your car 3 days in a snowstorm it's going to run longer you're going to have that heater for a longer amount of time so that's probably good probably has some pretty good speed you know it's probably a quick little car or something like that that could be great you know depending on what it is it is usually a smaller area to keep warm yeah uh it's not again it's not a huge you know suv it's not something like that that um, is going to take more heat to get heated up. It's going to be smaller, so that that is nice. And it probably has a quiet engine, yeah. and that is probably more of a plus for like a long-term bug-out vehicle type situation. But but there are some cons to these types of vehicles. Most likely, it's not going to be four-wheel drive. Nope. Most likely. So it's going to be a little bit limited in that area. You're not going to be going off-road. You're not going to be climbing a mountain with your Mercury Milan. Cam, I apologize, but it's not going to happen. I've gone a lot of good places with that car. You'd be surprised. I would be surprised, probably. Um, So it's probably going to be a little bit less robust than like an SUV or a bug-out vehicle. Your space could be limited, and that could be a downfall. You can't carry as much gear in there, Um, and so that that is a little bit of a con. Uh, You might have a shit ton of miles on that sucker. Because mm-hmm. if it's a commuter, you probably got four hundred fifty thousand miles, <laughs> yeah. and just just pushing that thing to its yeah. limits, possibly burning so, oil more than gas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, it probably isn't going to be EMP proof, like we talk about. Again, that's a very vague term that we don't know Nobody. what's what, but probably isn't going to be because it probably has all the newfangled stuff. If it's yeah. your commuter, um, and it's probably not going to tow anything either. Yeah, if if you needed to, probably not. 
So that's the everyday commuter car. Let's let's talk about a bug out vehicle now. And again, a bug out vehicle could be a whole bunch of different things, but we're kind of going for like the typical, you know, four wheel drive beastie, you know, truck like Cam has or some sort of a Hummer or a Jeep or something like that. It's probably four wheel drive. That's great. It probably has okay gas mileage. This could go either way. Not terrible. Yeah. It could be EMP proof. Yeah. We think Cam's probably is more EMP proof than mine, which is a newer truck, right? So we that's, need to test it. We do need to test Gotta it. Gotta get an EMP. Yeah. I keep thinking one's gonna go off and we're gonna I be know. able to get a video done, but hasn't. Yeah. Um maybe it's easier to fix. I don't know. Cam's truck definitely is easier to yeah. fix than mine. Everything's pretty accessible. It's, yeah, exactly. Gonna be more robust. It's going to be full of good gear all the time. So if you're in your bug out vehicle and you get stranded, maybe you're just out on a weekend drive and you get stranded somewhere in the snow in your bug out vehicle, that's a great one to be stranded in because yeah. you probably have a whole bunch of cool gear in there. It's going to help you survive, right? Um, so that's that's a great pro there. Um, if it's a truck, you probably have that bed for additional gear for hauling things. Put a mobile garden back there, mobile hot tub, whatever you want to do. Um, <laughs> that's a good pro for the BOV. And let's go to the cons. Might have bad gas mileage. Yeah, mine got mine got terrible. Mine got's bad. Yeah, he says. Um, could be old as shit. Yeah, <laughs> that could be bad. Less room, possibly. Yeah, far less room. Probably gonna stand out. Mm-hmm. Probably super loud. <laughs> yeah, probably. Because it's like you're wanting it to be a bug out, but you're like, I want it to be in use, and I also want it to look cool. Yeah, yeah, so you exactly. Get, you lose some of these. Uh huh. And let's go to the last one, which is like an SUV or a station wagon type thing. Um, the pros on these is they have more space for people or activities. Yeah, they do. You know what I mean? And when I say activities, I'm talking about like sleeping or mm-hmm. something like that. Rubbing yourself together, slapping thighs, <laughs> slapping thighs, whatever it is you got to do, right? Necking, <clears throat> necking. Yes. Um, it probably has a larger fuel tank, which yeah. could be a plus. Can fit more gear for any type of survival situation, and it might be four wheel drive. Probably is four wheel drive or all wheel drive, whatever it is. Yeah, typically. And then we got the cons. Uh, it could be harder to heat since they're larger. Again, g- going back to that survival situation, um, might have lower gas mileage, um, and it could be a larger target. For sure. You know, so. I know that the smash and grab peeps, mm-hmm. that's what they would go for is the SUV. The SUV. Yep, exactly. So those are that's the kind of types of vehicles and, you know, the pros and cons for long-term, short-term survival stuff. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, so some of the vehicle modifications to consider mm-hmm. with either like the commuter or your bug out or whatever are some things to kind of help prepare your vehicle for, you know, more rugged or for longer, you know scenarios where you're living in them um number one is probably look into the be- the best tires for the train that mm-hmm. you're living in or that you're expecting to deal with like um here we get all kinds of weird weather fluctuations yeah. road will be covered in snow and ice for a while and then it'll rain be wet and then you know driveways even get muddy and stuff like that so a good all-terrain tire not one that's balding, you know, mm-hmm. get that switched out as soon as possible. Make sure they're not going flat. Fix that flat. <laughs> Tires are balding. <clears throat> I like it. Is it balding? Balding. <laughs> yes. It's a, okay, it is. A verb. <laughs> I know, it's just funny. Um, bald that tire. Mm-hmm. The uh, other things that you can do are extended cargo. Yeah. Like for our, uh, for our pilot, we have like a hitch like that folds out so mm-hmm. you can put more gear you can put a, a cooler and things like that on there um something as simple as that or you can get a roof rack mm-hmm. you can get uh like inside the 
the bed, you can get a whole system that like has uh, more carrying space and, and yeah. keeps it all from getting wet and all that stuff. The tent racks, I've always wanted one of these that like you can pop up a tent on top mm -hmm. of a truck bed or an yeah. SUV. Those are those would be sweet if, especially if you're stranded, you don't, you know, more space. It's an yeah. easier area to kind of um, keep warm and things like that. Plus, uh, you can get rid of your kids so that it's exactly, quieter yeah. inside the cab. <clears throat> the other thing is uh, traveling in winter. If you do get stranded, you know, the antifreeze ratio, like during the winter, you want to make sure you have more antifreeze so mm -hmm. you're not freezing up the fuel lines and uh, you're not putting antifreeze in your gas tank, but... <laughs> Uh, That's where fuel, you put it, right? Right in the gas tank? Fuel, additi <laughs> fuel additives, you know, yeah. to make sure that you're not going to, if you're stranded in those sub-zero temperatures for yeah. a long period, you're not getting that vehicle yeah, if started again. If you're uh, driving a diesel, for sure, that'll gel up. You yeah. Know? You so you got to keep to... up on the seasons mm. and change those things. Yeah. Um, there's, and we have some of these in the battle box right now, a gray, gray man tactical Molly. You've got a uh, supervisor. Not like the type that keeps track of what you're doing, yeah. but they call it a supervisor because it's like a big organization, like organizational pack that you put on your visor. Mm -hmm. But doing those things is kind of keeps all of your items organized and easily accessible. Yeah. Like that's where you're going to put like your seatbelt cutter and all yeah. that stuff. See, I, I have the, uh, the gray man <clears throat> tactical Molly thing in my truck. I don't have much on it right now. I have a, a nice first aid kit yeah. on there right now, but I'm looking to get to where I can get my fire extinguisher on there. Yeah. And a couple other things, you know, I just haven't got to it yet. Like, um, these things may seem over the top and mm -hmm. something that would be, you know, more extreme tactical, but if you get in like a rollover, Oh yeah. All your stuff just gets shuffled around Who and knows? maybe yeah. you're stuck right there in your seat. You know, yeah. if it's all behind you, you know where it's at. That you're going to be glad that you have like a tactical molly, um, especially like on the headrest and stuff. Oh like yeah, that. for sure. So, um, look into getting some of those will really kind of up your preparations. The, uh, most of the new vehicles have those inverters in them. Mm -hmm. So you have like an outlet where you can plug in a regular cell phone charger, yeah. maybe a laptop, maybe an iPad for entertainment. Like those things are huge. And I have like a portable one that I think it's peak wattage is like 600 watts, but <clears throat> If you don't have an inverter already built in, it's a good thing to invest in. They're not very expensive through places like Harbor Freight. Yeah. You just plug it in your cigarette lighter and it, you know, inverts it so you have just regular uh, AC power instead of DC. I can't remember Something which like one's that. which. Mm -hmm. I'm stupid, okay? I love AC-DC. <clears throat> Me too. A utility box is always super nice. If you have a pickup bed, um, store all your items in there, keep them safe and clean and dry. The other thing is to get, like, there's the bed covers. You oh, can yeah. just crawl underneath there I've been and wanting sleep. to get one. I know. They're Those just not cheap. Nice. They're not. They have some fancy ones, too. It's, like, yeah. pretty insulated. You could use that. But I would like to get a shell at mm -hmm. one point for my pickup. That'd be cool. So you just have, like, a little, you know, playhouse back there. That's right. My dad had a carpet kit. and oh, it's my sweet because you can, man. like, change them around. You yeah. can have seating. You can have a bed. You can store stuff underneath it. But yeah, you know, if you're using a, like, that's one thing I'm looking into for my pickup as a bug out vehicle, because I have single cab. Yeah. It's like, I've got to have more space and, you know, the shells look hideous on most vehicles, yeah. but I don't even care. I'd like to have the ability. It's like, I'm going to go up. This is going to be my vehicle. I want a shell and carpet kit, sleep yeah. better. Great. It's great. Um, consider, you know, some cert, like simple things you could do with your engine to make it a little perform a little better, start a little easier, like a high flow air filter, cold air intake system. 
And you can do that on some of the newer ones too, but you just have to look that up. Suspension. Um, my truck like needs beefier springs and, uh, you know, like it's really bouncy. I think if I was to load it, I, I put quite a bit of dirt in it and it's like bottoming out. Yeah. So it's like, if you're going to start, um, building this bug out vehicle or reinforcing your, your vehicle, like the suspension and, and everything needs to be looked into. You need to like really tighten that up, get it bigger, maybe lift it a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then the engine compartment, like my truck has a ton of space in there. So I've put yeah. like additional little, like just, they're almost, um, like a battery cover. Yeah. I've, I've strapped extra ones in there because it's just a perfect compartment to store, uh, tools different, yeah, different parts for the truck mm-hmm. tools. I have gloves in there. I have mm-hmm. like all this different stuff that you can use to, to take up that space in there that you, you know, it's, there's a massive amount in some of those. Old oh vehicles. yeah, for sure. But anyways, um, those are like simple little things that you can do to kind of prepare your vehicle better, use up the space that's just there, mm-hmm. and make all of your gear more organized and easier to get to. I like it. <clears throat> My voice is giving out. Uh-oh. So, before we move on, I want to talk to you about cybercrime. It sucks, yeah. and it happens all the time. It does. Always online, doing a lot of work from online. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're surfing for some cool stuff. That's where you need to get Surfshark. Oh, yes. It is a virtual private network that can protect you and all your devices from online threats. Don't lose your social security number or your credit cards. Mm. When you're going online, you need to go on through a private server, and this is how you do it. Okay. So the one thing I really like about it is they have, like, the simplest app ever. Like, you just go. You don't even have to search. You just get it, you just click it for the best server, and it'll find one. Yeah. And when you're connected to it, It'll kill your internet if you disconnect from it. That's the cool thing. Yeah. So it's like you're not surfing unprotected. It's like when you're riding a, a snowmobile and you got the kill switch. Yeah. You fall off, your snowmobile yeah. stops. Has a built-in Same kill thing. switch. Built-in you kill switch. You know that you're protected because if yeah. you're online, you're protected. Yeah. And the other thing that's really cool about it is with our code, you can get 83% off 24 months plus an extra three. That's, that's insane. over two years of protection for less than $2. It's like $2.20 cents a month geez just shy of 60 bucks 27 months that's an you don't even know how to use this you can get 30 days uh money back guarantee Mm -hmm. one subscription covers every device 24 hour support 30 day risk free go to surfshark.deals casual preppers and try it out i love it it's great it is i purchased it for myself I used it in airports when I travel. Mm-hmm. Anywhere I'm like on a public wireless oh, yes. system, I'm like instantly turn it on and mm-hmm. I don't even have to worry. That's beautiful. I can look at all my dirties and surf shark. Surf shark. <clears throat> so Cam, let's start talking about your kits in your vehicle and the gear that you might stock this with that would help you in any of these survival situations, whether it be a bug out vehicle or just your everyday commuter and or going on a trip or something like that. There's a whole bunch of things that you could put in there to make your life a lot easier for sure in some of these situations. You're not going to be able to get all of these like there's no way. Um, well, it depends. <laughs> but uh, these are just some ideas for your kit. So the first thing I would say, um, I was going to put this at the end, but I think it it's more important than that. Your kits, um, like your EDC bag, your bug out bag, your get home bag, there it's a great place for them. Yeah, is your vehicle. Yeah, these things, these bags you've already made, like your bug out bag, you've built it to sustain you for seventy two hours. If you have that in your vehicle, you're just sitting in your vehicle. That's what the heck? You're, you're already there. <laughs> yeah. Right? You should, if you've built these correctly, it's going to help you survive. 
If you get stranded on I-95, you're going to be the guy back there, um, you know, starting a fire and making toast from the bread. <laughs> yeah. Everybody else is eating raw bread. <laughs> all right? I mean, just think about that. Have your bug out bag in there. If you don't have your bug out bag, have, have some sort of a get home bag. Yeah. Um, it's going to be really similar to a bug out bag. Um, I keep my EDC slash get home bag in there. And right. that has so much gear that really I should be fine for 72 hours if I had to. Right. Right? So... Just think about that. You're, you're already working on these kits. You're already building them. If you're going on any sort of a trip, if you're in your vehicle, just put them in there. Yeah. It's it's so easy I, to do. I always like overstock on yes. the crap in my car. It's like yeah. I take up half the space with gear. I do too. If I'm, like, leaving town, if I'm leaving town, enough- I'm bringing it. There's just no way around it. Yeah. Right? So just think about that first off. Uh, so here's some things you can think about. A gas can with some additional fuel. This is hard if it's, uh, you know, a car. You're always paranoid about it yeah. leaking out. I don't, or... I don't like it. But if you have, a, you know, a truck or something like that or yeah. a Jeep and, and you have it mounted, great to have a gas can with some additional fuel because running out of gas can be a horrible situation and this could keep you moving and keeping keep you safe. So think about a gas can. Every vehicle in the entire world needs to have jumper cables or a battery-powered jumper. Right. If you don't have one, you're not winning at life. Right. You're losing at life. You have to have one of those in your vehicles. Yeah. That is like the most common thing is your battery dying and you can't get your car started. How By stupid, far the most common way to be stranded. How stupid would you feel I, as a prepper? I have felt stupid. Yeah, exactly. It's happened to me. It's happened to you. But you've got to have jumper cables or a pow- battery-powered jumper. Yeah. I mean, those battery power jumpers, they, they're so useful anyways. Oh, so useful. They usually have a flashlight on them. They usually you charge have, your devices. You can charge your devices. USB. Yeah. Like, just go get one. They're they're relatively inexpensive. That should be pr- yeah, top priority. Yeah, they are now. Yep. Top priority. Anything. Yep. Um, Cam loves countermeasures. I sure road do. flares. Yeah. Get some road flares. Get some glow sticks. These are things that can help you in a, in an emergency situation in your yeah. vehicle. To guarantee fire starter. For sure. Sitting there. Yeah. Crack those glow sticks and pour it all over yourself. You look like a ghost (laughs) in the middle of the night walking through the forest. You can't lose each other. Um, You have to have a spare tire and you got to have a jack. You got to have a way to change your tire. This this is an issue for a lot of people. And make sure that you can get like these older vehicles that's like rusted on there. Oh, yes. Like make sure you test that system out once in a while. Yeah. Got to have a blowtorch to get that sucker off. Seriously, I've gotten to that. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm done. Um, Food and water. Um, it, it, this it probably saved that that girl that had two candy bars. I bet she wished she would have had more. Yeah, in her vehicle. I bet it was Twix. Uh, probably Twix. Maybe She's just one candy bar. Two candy bars. Considered it too. Um, but you've got to have some food. Yeah. Uh, and you got to have some water. And there's so many easy ways to do this. Uh, again, if you have your bug out bag or if you have your get or your get home bag, you probably have some food in there. But some easy stuff, you know, granola bars. Or those five-year food bars is what I have in mind. Yeah. Because, again, I could throw them in there. They don't have to be cooked, and they're going to stay good for five years. I love those things. I do, too. And they're That's what I calories. have in mind is those MREs where I'm like, yeah, I'm only going to use these in the worst-case scenario anyway. Yes. And being in my vehicle stranded, probably when yep. it's going to happen. It's going to keep you alive. It's going to keep you going. <laughs> it's not going to be gourmet meal or anything like that, Mm-mm. but you're going to stay alive. And you're going to have the calories you need if you need to do something yeah. with your body. You know, So have food. Have some water. Again, water is tough because they can freeze. That's that's the only reason I like to take those pouches that's is because I, they don't freeze and burst yeah. and and it doesn't compromise the water inside if they get too hot. Yeah. That's the that's the nice thing about those water pouches. A lot of people think they're useless, but they're really not. 
Yeah. They're great. And those are the best ones to stuff in the little, yeah. you know, nooks and crannies in your car. You're like, yeah. wedge it in there. You could have a hundred of those things yeah. in there, I have man. quite a few in the back. Like, yeah. Where you just have all that empty plastic space. But also have, you know, like like a hydro flask, some sort, something to keep water in as well. Yeah. And then have a water filter. Yeah. The Sawyer Mini takes up no space, bro. No, it okay. doesn't. How about a first aid kit? It's a good idea. Um, was it last year? I had a I had a pretty nice first aid kit. I rolled up on a crash. I was like the second person there. I was able to grab my first aid kit, go out and help somebody clean themselves off. You just don't know what's going to happen in your vehicle. If you get stranded for three or four days, who knows what's going to happen? You got to have a first aid kit. Yeah. If you have kids, you got to just strap one to your back <laughs> all the time. So, um, get a first aid kit. A toolkit. Go you on gotta, a hike and they just step out of the car and fall on their knee. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, a toolkit. You got to be able to fix things that are broken, so you got to have tools. Um, I had that little. Um, oh, what's that fire? The, oh, the roll, roaring fire, roaring fire. Yeah. yeah, it's all. All nice. of my tools are rolled up in it, mm-hmm. and so it's just kind of nice. Those are nice. Those are really nice. Yeah, there you go. Um, you have to have some sort of illumination lighting. I prefer a headlamp in, in my vehicle. I have one in my door. It's the best thing. They are the best. I don't care what anyone says. You're, you're prob- working on something oh. or crawling under something. You want a headlamp. Yeah. And the, you can get them for really inexpensive. So just get a headlamp and have one dedicated to your vehicle. Yeah. Um, you're probably going to, if you have your EDC pack, you're probably going to have a flashlight in there as well. A lot of people have flashlights on them all the time for their EDC. So you're probably going to have that. I have a headlamp and I have a, like another flashlight. I have an yeah. old light S1 baton in this little EDC kit in my um, middle console. Yeah. You know, besides the one I have in my EDC bag. So those things, like some of them kick out a lot of heat. They do. Yeah. Like you just have mm-hmm. it on for like mm-hmm. two or three minutes and it's a hand warmer. It'll burn through your damn fingers. What's that? If you're not careful. That one that I have that's like uh, 9,000 lumens. Oh, I don't um, know. Jeez. Anyways, yeah, that sucker gets like flaming hot. You could start a fire probably. But you just that. run it for like a minute and then warm your hands up. Exactly. You got to have a shovel or even like a foldable shovel, like an entrenching tool or something like that, uh, especially when snow is involved. Those are great to have. Um, a vehicle escape tool. Cam talked about that, but one having one strapped to, you know, like your visor or somewhere close to where you're driving so you can use it to either bust a window or cut your seatbelt, whatever you need yeah. when you get into that situation. There's a million of them, and they cost nothing. So get yeah, one. they have like 16 tools built into yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, a knife, obviously. you got to have a knife everywhere. you got to have a knife in every room. You might as well have one in your vehicle. <laughs> um, maps, again, we talked about that, but that's great for when the grid is down or something like that. You need to know where you're going. Or kilt. Or kilt. Mm-hmm. That's right. A skirt of some sort that you can make out of a map. Blankets. <laughs> uh, I, I keep a wool blanket. In my vehicle, Cam keeps the wool blanket in his. Yeah, every one of them has a wool blanket. They are beautiful yeah. survival tools. Get a wool blanket. It takes up no space. There's I just so put many it on my uses. seat. It's like yeah. the best thing to have in there. Get one. One of the best. Uh, hats, gloves, socks, and jackets, especially when it comes to wintertime. Having those in there can be lifesavers as well. Yeah. So keep those back there. As fire I ex- always throw my snow boots in when yeah. I go on a little, you know, for yeah. going to like Brigham or something. It's a great idea. A couple hours. I'm like, I'm I not going to walk. To a gas station. No. I shouldn't I, be leaving anyway. Yeah, exactly. I forget that one, so I got to I gotta be better about it. Fire extinguisher. Cars start on fire all the time, and you're going to want a fire extinguisher. Right. right. Antifreeze, so you can dump it in your gas tank. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't do that. Um, it's a oil. good article I read. Yeah. Oil, obviously. Yeah, you could get in a situation where... Lose oil pressure. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Just pour that on fire. You could pour that on fire. Let that yeah. burn forever. Yep, exactly. Uh, duct tape. 
Yeah. It's just a beautiful duct tape. Toe strap, uh, you got to pull somebody out. You got to pull yourself out. Yeah, that's the one thing. I need to buy a new could one. could be a lifeline. You got you know, hook it to your belt loop. Yeah, there you go. And you walk around with a toe strap. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, uh, washer fluid, again, you hate getting stuck somewhere with that windshield wiper fluid oh, man. in a snowstorm. It becomes a bad That semi's deal. like, mm-hmm. and then you're like, I don't have any washer I'm fluid. I'm going to die. Yeah. Now, now I'm going <laughs> to yeah. die. Rain gear. That one's a huge one. Yeah. Uh, to backup USB charger, always For good. some reason, you're going to get out to pee or poop and like getting soaked and getting back in your car. You got to have that rain <laughs> Exactly. Uh, toiletries are always nice to have in there. I keep a roll of toilet paper in my truck yeah. at all times. I got the, but We've the all, old sh- to- oh, toilet the shit paper. kit. Yeah, the, sh- yeah, the shit kit. I have those kit. little Those packs. are nice. Those are great. Um, but, you know, even having some soap. Or mm-hmm. some hand sanitizer in your vehicle nowadays. You got hand yeah. sanitizer every ten feet from you. But have Speaking some. Speaking of sanitation, did you know that diarrhea is sucks? hereditary? Is it really? Yeah, mm. it runs in your genes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one. Um, it's a good one. Yeah, two way radios. <laughs> uh, again, those. If you have an extra set that you don't use often, keep them in your truck. You could yeah. you could utilize those. You never know. You you pick up random stuff on there all the time. If you get stranded, that's true. Who knows? Every time Cam and I get on, there's some other guy. Hey, who you guys talking to? Yeah, what are you doing? Avoid road I forty. You're like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, piss. Yeah. So, anyways, think about there's it. There's a truck stopped on the side. Please <laughs> avoid it. Don't look at that's it. That's me. Drive by. They're clapping in there, and two men are rubbing together. He's got a bra on his head. He's looking <laughs> weird. <laughs> Reports of a man. <laughs> yeah. We're in a map kilt. <laughs> Zip ties. Those are always horn great. stuck on. <laughs> yeah. Zip ties. Fire starter. Yeah. Why not have some extra in your vehicle? You get in that situation. Blackbeard. Blackbeard fire starter. Um, a tarp or a survival blanket. We yeah. talked about that. That's great. Cordage of some sort that can always come in handy. I already talked about water purification, but that's a good one. Cash. Again, always have cash with you. Mm-hmm. If you have a little bit in your vehicle, that's great. Yeah. It's always good. Uh, self-defense. Flammable, too. Yeah. Yeah. Worst comes to worst. Unless it's coins, then it's not flammable. <laughs> I got a bunch of quarters. Strike them together. Come uh, on, nickel. <laughs> I'm going to throw a quarter in there, see if that helps. Pennies aren't doing it. Um, Give off a different flame, maybe. Yeah. Smells funny. <laughs> self-defense weapons. Yeah, I mean, for survival, maybe that's not you a huge deal. Heat those coins and put them back in your pocket. You heat them and throw them at people. That's self defense. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's good. Idea. Yeah, you could eat them up and put them in your pockets. <laughs> yep. It's like hand warmers. I don't have to clap my thighs anymore. Yeah, I just put my hands in my pockets and then you have old Abe Lincoln <laughs> burned into your hand. <laughs> hey, it's it's survival. It is survival. You do what you got to do. I, I talked about energy bars, energy drinks, energy gum, energy candy. Energy, energy, energy. Five-hour energy. If you yeah. can find six-hour energy, that's even better. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, if you do get to a point where it's like last-ditch effort, I've got to leave or I'm going to die. Yeah. Down one of those suckers. We all hopped up and just head out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> those, yeah. The rubber, the rubber, uh, Wow, the rubber. Okay, I don't know what you're talking about. But okay. The little floor guards, the, the oh, mats. The mats, rubber yeah. mats aren't going to weigh you down if you drink an energy <laughs> drink. Right. Right okay, yeah. And then have a way to boil water, like a container to yeah. boil it in and the way to make a fire. So those are some things you can think. A candle is another one. To candle's a big deal. Candle and a way to make fire, so a lighter. 
Yeah. Again, those are in your EDC kits. I would hope so. No, I've got that crap like scattered all over in there. Oh, yeah. You got like a lighter in the, you know, the glove compartment. Yeah. Fire rope like mm-hmm. somewhere underneath the for seat. For sure. But anyway. Yeah. But yeah, um, as for like a bug out plan, your vehicle may be like your living quarters. You know, that, yeah. that may be your bug out location. You're just going to get out and you're going to live up in the woods. Your vehicle is like a perfect shelter. I mean, mm-hmm. it's built. To protect you from the weather. It sure is, yeah. From high-speed winds. Mm-hmm. So anyways, um, as a shelter, like some of the pros of it being, is, you know, it's mobile. You can move it if you don't like where you're parked. <laughs> Just go somewhere else. Yeah. There's bears yeah. and stuff. Just go yeah. to a different part of the woods. People you don't like, yeah. keep move driving. It. They'll yeah. probably follow I guarantee you. you, yeah, no matter where you park, somebody mm-hmm. can park next to you, so yeah. you can move it. Yep. Significant carrying and storage capacity. Yep. You know, it's like a big bug out bag. Mm-hmm. You got your bug out bag in there? It's a more bug out bag. Big stuff. aluminum bug out bag. <laughs> right. <laughs> With wheels. It carries multiple people, regardless. Yes. Fitness uh, of their fitness, you know. That's true. Typically excellent weather resistance. Yeah. Um, provides an on demand power. I mean, it's a generator. Gosh dang. Motor's man. a generator. That that Ford Lightning that can like run your house I know, for three I know. days. So cool. Th- there's such mixed, I have such I mixed feelings with those batteries. I ones. do too. I'm like, man, it would be so awesome. But at the same time, so not awesome. Out, yeah. You're yeah. like, Is any, can anybody plug me in? Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, what do you do? You just got to get towed, I guess. I'm like, there's so many great things. If it was like a short term, but a long term, man. That's yeah. A, um, it can be used to push, pull, and tow heavy objects. You yeah, know? exactly. You can hook up to a manure spreader. Probably not. In case you need to. Yeah, because yeah. that's what um, Bert Gumner did. Oh, that's right. But he, well, that, he had a whole freaking cat. Um Cons that requires fuel supplies might be highly limited by the event. Yes, breakdowns, maintenance. You know, you always have to deal with that crap. Um, there's no AARP, you know, or AARP. No, they for old you. people. <laughs> Roadside assistance. Okay, why don't we say AARP? <laughs> it's getting late. It's getting late in the podcast. Not thinking straight. AARP. Uh, don't they give you like a? Uh, I don't know. Discount on your uh, I don't know. roadside assistance or something? Probably. I don't know. Probably. I always think my parents have it. I can call. Yeah. Anyway, um, move significantly restricted by train. Obviously, you know, you can't always bug out across That's a true. mountain yeah. in every vehicle. Items to consider in your bug out uh, plan slash bug out vehicle location. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Camo, you want to be able to like hide your vehicle. Like yeah. in my case, it's bright freaking yellow. I'm going to want to have some kind of thing to you know probably park upside of the uh, a boulder and then the one side cover with some camo sanitation it's funny plan like, it's like you with an o what <laughs> <laughs> camo cam like, if oh. cam's, if cam's wearing camo it's camo yeah. cam <laughs> yep cam in camo camo um <laughs> sanitation plan peeing in the car is hard and awkward enough I've done so it. trying to poop in the car even harder. Haven't pooped in the car, I but I have either. peed in the car. Yeah, I peed in the car multiple times. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to store all that stuff in there. Maybe while great. it's hot, it's you got the bottle, put it next to you, and then throw it out. It is warm. That's is. actually not a bad idea. Yeah. Kind of keep your in family that situation. Warm. Here, hold my pee store bottle. Store it for a minute and then throw it out. Put my pee bottle down your but pants. You gotta, yeah, you got to consider like dealing with waste if you're going to be using your sure. vehicle as your uh, bug out location. Yeah, there's like. Things that make it a lot nicer, those hitch toilets, so you're not yeah. crouching down out in the woods. You can just sit on your hitch and poop. You know, pee, poop on your ankles and right. stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's the worst. Poop in the, your freaking uh, side coveralls. Your, oh. And the, your hiking boots are all full of turd. It's not good. <laughs> it's so awkward to sit. You're like, how do I get my feet out of the way? Yeah. 
But yeah, um, they got portable shower bags. They do. I have one. Kind of nice if you're planning to live out of your vehicle. I have one. It's solar. Yeah. So it's it's supposed to heat up the water as well. So instead of like. I ain't tried it yet though. So instead of 40 degrees, 41 degrees. Yeah, at least 41 (laughs) degrees. Um, There's some, I found some cool stuff. Like they have a, it's called a scrubba, Mm -hmm. which is a dry bag that has a built-in washboard. Oh. So you can like fill Put it full of water. Sh- you can just, yeah. Well, you use the washboard and then you stir it around and then it has a little drain on it. Wow. Anyways, you can get some cool stuff like that. Um, and then biodegradable. They have a lot of soaps that, you know, you're not worried about killing the environment because you're trying to stay alive. That's usually That's the first important. thing I'm worried about. Me too. Um, hot and cold extremes. It's going to be in the middle of summer yep. that your car breaks down because it overheats or it's going to be in the middle of the winter because you get stuck. It never happens in like September 1st when fall no, is just like hitting. perfect. Yeah. Keep your windows down. Or that springtime when the air yeah. feels, yeah, it's not like that. No, it's going to be the no. two extremes. Yeah. And I would much rather deal with the winter, I think. Because Yeah, I don't know. In it, a car where you don't have AC yeah. and all you can do is roll down, oh, that would be so horrible. Yeah, I guess, though, you could find shade and survive. Yeah. If it's super cold, it's, I mean, I don't know. They're both bad. They would both They're suck. both bad. But, yeah, you got to deal with the extremes because as as good as you think your car is insulated, they they end up just getting super cold. Oh, they get cold, cold yeah. And the heat, yeah, they're instantly in oven. Mm-hmm. So they, they make some different, um, like, they make some down uh, blankets that are actually really good for both. Mm-hmm. Like, you would think it'd be too hot, but it actually breathes better. It's a little bit... Um, Puffed up. Yeah. You know okay. what I mean? I just got a text that just threw me all off. Oh, okay. Somebody's Don't. saying somebody's sick at the urgent care that I got to cover. No. I'm, I can't do it. Uh, blow up mattress or foam pad, you know. Yes. You're going to be sleeping in there. Uh-huh. There's no cushion on the uh, regular, like you flip down the seats. It is so uncomfortable. Yeah, it's pretty hard. But, you know, you got limited space, but they have those little foam pads that roll up mm-hmm. and you just release the air, to, you know, if they fill themselves up. Those are pretty sweet. Um, cooking, you're going to be doing some cooking inside and it'll kill you if you start a fire. Yeah. So barrel cook or one of those like, uh, portable systems, even electric. If you're running the car, you can plug it in. Yeah. Get a little, a little, little electric little, grill or something like yeah. that. Propane is a mix and you know, that's, that's a real tight space. Yeah. But on that note, like there's really small CO2 detectors. If I was going to be living in my vehicle, oh, yeah. I would just get one of those little battery ones. Yeah. Then you just have it sitting up in the Then dash. the battery runs out and you didn't know. <laughs> yeah. And you're dead. And you're dead. Yeah. It hasn't chimed tonight. We mm. must be okay. I am sleepy though. Yeah. Um, other useful items, they have like uh, little awning sets, like even like a, a beach tent mm. so that you're not always in your vehicle. You can sit outside. You have awning that just either attaches to your... Uh, um, the little, what's the top things called? I'm having brain fart here. The little the rails, oh. just the little rails that like, you have off from yeah. like ski rack mm-hmm. and you just tie it off. So you have an awning that everybody can be outside the car oh, and stay cool. cool. Yeah. Um, there's one called Nesso or Niso. It's like a beach tent thing that it just straps down, pulls tight and you, it's sets up an awning. Nice. So anyway, there's just some cool stuff like that. And I, again, I mentioned that inverter, it would be super helpful. Mm-hmm. Solar panels, there's they're really useful because you could just throw them on the top, keep your devices charged. It's not likely that it'll, you know, you may be a storm that lasts five days, but yeah. you're gonna get some solar power from that. And um, yeah, anyway, those those that's a lot of little items that you can add to your vehicle to try to make it more comfortable and live out of for a lot longer. Yeah. Filters and all that stuff Kobe already mentioned. So for sure. <clears throat> so the last thing I wanted to talk about is 
maybe you are actually surviving in some sort of a group of vehicles or there's multiple vehicles in you're in some sort of a maybe it doesn't even have to be a survival situation but you're you're all together right when you are packing these vehicles with either food or gear or whatever it is don't pack all the same thing in one vehicle. So maybe you have three or four cars and you say, okay, we're just going to put all the food in this car. We're going to put all the sleeping gear in this car. We're going to put all the, you know, survival gear and water in this car or whatever it is. If one of those cars gets lost or they go, something happens, you've lost an entire section of gear. Yeah. If you lose the food car, you're screwed. I've seen people talk about that too, of like, Setting up the system where it's like you're gonna carry all the gun- yeah. guns. Mm-hmm. I would just, that guy would just peel off. Oh <laughs> yeah, just we're done. Yeah, see you later. Um, for all your guns. Not a great idea. So if you can distribute them evenly, so if one car gets separated somehow, they are self sufficient. They can survive if they need to, right? So be thinking about that. Also think about uh, communication. Maybe in this situation, cell phones aren't working, whatever it might be. So CBs, two-way radios, learn basic old-school hand signals. You know, we all know FU, and <laughs> that's good. But get some other ones so that you guys can still, you know, communicate if you need to. Yeah. <laughs> what? How do you do make a map skirt? I don't know. Um, so have a plan for your journey before you get going. So if you guys get split up, you have a place to meet along the route, try and know what the route is and try and stick together as much as possible. This, this is just going to help um, even just normal travel or in a survival situation. It's going to be super helpful to think about. So those are all a bunch of different things to think about when we talk about surviving in your vehicle. And that goes from getting stuck in a snowstorm to maybe your bug out plan is living in your vehicle. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And so. I think that kind of gives you both for your bug out vehicle and um, just some items that you can all stock up on today oh yeah for sure for sure that's great that is great uh before we get going i want to say today's podcast is brought to you by tack pack they are the only monthly subscription box with useful professional grade stuff inside use code casual preppers and get a free separate bag sent of edc gear along with your first month's tack pack head to tackpack.com use our code casual preppers uh before we move on to quick and dirty cam we have the latest battle box we do do you want to look at that real quick before we get going Looks pretty good i like it yeah good <laughs> um and and like we said this actually has some gear that makes sense with this uh episode today which is really cool it does it actually goes real well. all right so it. this is mission 83 the first thing is the black rifle coffee coffee company the just black 12 ounce coffee you like coffee? You're I don't gonna... drink coffee, but I've heard this stuff's really good. I've heard the same thing, so check it out. Then you have the outdoor element. That's something It's not a bad to put in your car. Even no. if I didn't drink coffee, I'd probably yeah. warm that up. For sure. Outdoor element fire escape multi-tool carabiner. This is a cool little thing. It's got like a spark wheel. Yeah, and it's got all kinds of stuff on there. cutter, uh, wrenches, bottle Simple openers. thing, just click on your bag. Mm-hmm. Lots on of cool your belt. Things. On your shoe. Anywhere. Wherever you want. On your undies. Eva Dry E250 Mini Dehumidifier. These things are great if you have uh, a place where you're storing all your food. Yeah. I was like... That's great. It's not something you would like immediately go out and get, mm-hmm. but super convenient to have. Great for um, ammo drawers and gun storage. in middle of winter that's or right. summer. Kind of a cool little deal. So that's your basic box right there. Yeah. You go to the advanced box and we have the Gray Man Tactical Headrest Organizer. So this is a $50 value. These things are cool. Cam has got it in his vehicle. I've got some in my vehicle. We like them. 
Yeah, it's right? awesome to just keep your stuff organized. Then we go to the Pro Box, and we have the Gray Man Tactical Seat Back Organizer. And this is the big boy that goes on the back of your seat. And you can just strap all tons. Guns, of, gear. Yeah, anything. Uh, first aid kits, everything. Tons of cool stuff. It's super freaking strong stuff, too. Yeah, it's awesome. You can make stretcher out of it. Exactly. And then we go to the Pro Plus, Knife of the Month. We have the Tecto Alara. And this is a $99 value. A sexy little uh, EDC knife. It's really cool. It's kind of fancy looking. Boom. It is Show off the to your pointiest friends. sucker yeah, ever. Cam already pointed himself with it. Yeah, I just like, it. I'm going to touch that point. Didn't go Went well right for through him. my finger. So anyways, that's that. Go check out BattleBox. Use our code CASUALPREPPERS. It's time for the quick and dirty medical tip. So uh, this is super simple stuff, okay? Mm-hmm. I just wanted to talk to you guys about like controlling your blood pressure. Oh, that's and sometimes it's, uh, I've talked about some different like things you can do to lower your blood pressure with different, uh, like natural things. But I'm going to tell you just real quick, a guide that gives you what things matter the most, like the biggest points, mm-hmm. the, like how many points you can lower per thing that you want to try. Okay. So, uh, the number one thing and you probably discussed it if you have my pr- a high blood pressure is the dash diet mm-hmm. that's like high fruits vegetables like a variety because they're fibrous they help lower uh your blood pressure overall the second most and and that's like 11 points for systolic lowering like mm-hmm. on average that's a lot it's like 10 points it's, yeah. it's huge it's like 10 but one more yeah but yeah that's probably the single most beneficial and then the second is weight loss mm-hmm. if you're overweight Losing weight will drop at about five points systolic. Uh-huh. So another big improvement. The third is it's weight loss and exercise go hand in hand. It's mm-hmm. like five to six points each. So losing weight, exercising, there's 10 points again. Yeah, dude. So more fruits and vegetables, there's 10 points down. So you go from 140 to 130. You lose weight and exercise, you go from 130 to 120. Um, and then additional things, smoking will drop it about another five to six. So start smoking, start smoking, (laughs) smoking. If you're doing that, stop, it'll drop about five to six points. Alcohol. It's about three points. If you're drinking alcohol, you got to stop that. Mm -hmm. And then, um, salt, salt does have an effect. Um, that would be the hardest one for me, honestly. Yeah, it would be for me too. It's not huge, but it's important. I mean, it, it takes a lot of stress off from your kidneys, mm-hmm. and it'll lower if you reduce to, uh, I think it's 1.3. I, I should have had that up. It's like one, like you basically want to not do much over a gram of salt. Yeah. And that's super easy in our diet and, and the freaking things oh, that we yeah. eat. But if you want to limit it to about one and a half to one gram, you're going to get like a three to four point drop. Yeah. And so those are like the big main hitters. So Mm -hmm. fruit and vegetables, um, exercise, weight loss, and, um, the, uh, if you've got those bad habits, smoking, drinking, get rid of those, you're going to lose about 10 points off from your blood pressure. And those are huge. Like if you're dependent on that medication right now and SHTF can't get your medicine, those are all things you can do. There's no reason why you couldn't. Absolutely. One, you might not have the available uh, smoking and drinking, but, um, you're going to, you know, get that exercise and get that weight loss. That's huge. I mean, that, that'll take probably 50% of people off their medications. I can attest to it. It does work. The exercise thing does work. I naturally just have high blood pressure. Like I'm not fat. No, there's a ton of people that genetically yeah. are that way. So yeah, like, there's nothing I can do. I just, I naturally have it. But if I'm exercising and I'm eating a little better, it's like 10 points difference for yeah. me. 
That's you know? crazy. So yeah. there you go. Well, and anxiety and stress is a big one for me too. It'll raise it. It does. So if you can keep that down. And that all goes along with like, if you're exercising and eating yes. healthier, you can da- you can manage the stress. Yes, exactly. That's good stuff. Well, thank you, Cameron. Yeah, there you go. I appreciate that. And uh, thank you for listening, everybody. I'll, I love listening. I, yeah. Uh, please make sure you're subscribed to uh, the podcast in all the places and you're following us on all the places. Mm-hmm. Cause you're going to get everywhere. Cool stuff everywhere. Right. Stay survived.